0: What is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. We have arrived, episode number 74, and it's been a couple of weeks off. It's kind of weird. It was like, all of a sudden, it's two weeks later, and I'm trying to figure out what happened. But a lot has happened. And yeah, we're still having some fun. Anyway, all right, episode number 74 coming in hot. We're going to be talking a little bit more about Rally Raid. Some of the stuff going on some of the happenings a little bit of news and yeah and a recent experience i guess we could talk about i think it was pretty cool so oh, trying to catch up man what is this adulting thing all about Jeez. work more work a little more work some work after that and then uh, next thing you know it's it's the weekend and then the weekend you know seems like the fastest 48 hours you've ever experienced in your life but then somehow the week drags on way beyond that anyway all right let's get into the show let's talk working on this here turning down the volume here to let us turn down the party and we'll get uh we'll get right to it so trying some new things here in the studio trying to get uh some of that echo i don't know if you guys can hear it but i can still kind of hear it but anyway uh let's see here what do we got big news going on uh saw some uh news coming out of uh the texas camp we'll lead the show off with that one uh looks like uh conflict motorsports as of a post of this week is no longer uh so folding up shop sounds like some stuff going on there and uh Moving on, I have not heard or or spoken with Alex about it and and what's been going on or what's happening. But uh, I see some stuff happening on the Internet and a lot of a lot of conversation about that. But, uh, you know, it's never good to see a company go that's in the industry. This is a very small industry uh, that we that we operate operate in and and work in and and have fun and, and do so uh like i said it sucks but you know um in the end uh it's all about uh the community sticking together and everybody riding and doing their thing and and helping each other out so uh i think that uh it's sad to see it go but you know if if it needed to happen it needed to happen and you know we don't know what's what really is the story behind it until uh we hear it from him so but yeah bummer um, and then from there, let's see, what else we got going on? Uh, we There was a rally. I was working on uh, some tracking uh, over the past week and keeping an eye on a guys, a bunch of guys, actually. That was really, really cool uh, in regards to uh, watching everybody run through the paces, get out, um, go through these different stages. Uh, very unique setup in the way that the stages were set up. Uh, eventually, maybe we'll be able to talk about said rally, but uh, for now... There was a rally that went down here in the states uh, that we uh, that we were doing the tracking with via Rally Comp, uh, and was working with the organization on that, and uh, just keeping an eye on the guys, which was pretty cool. A lot of guys uh, that are listeners to uh, the podcast, which was really cool to hear them and and get the thank you notes from them, uh, and and let me know, hey, you know, I appreciate you keeping an eye on us and all that stuff, which is cool. You know, we're working together to help the community grow. Uh, so anything that we can do to pitch in and, and work, um, and help, you know, we, we want to do that. So in the end, uh, hopefully we keep seeing this thing grow and then we're getting closer and closer, uh, a hundred episodes, uh, get more and more questions. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really awesome to see how, how this community is growing and how everybody's getting into it and finally put some road books to it. So uh total disclaimer as part of the stuff that was going on uh this week i have a uh, new family member uh known as caramel she's a uh brown lab or chocolate lab i don't know what say. it was a brown lab chocolate lab chocolate lab so she is in the room and uh so if you guys hear it uh hear her yelping or, or barking uh well uh you have been warned anyway okay so let's get back into it so we got a rally uh that just happened we did uh, did the tracking on that one, and and it was it was really really cool to see a lot of guys. There was a few cases where people were riding off into the sunset, but was able to rope them in, uh, sending a message, and then them contacting the organization directly. Uh, we did have another couple um, things. It actually went fairly smooth, right? I didn't really notice any or get any uh, have to handle any kind of like medical situations. Everything was more just like, hey, I made a wrong turn here and headed off into the wrong wrong side of the uh state and so it brought up something that i thought that it was really really cool right so rally navigation um there was a couple of instances where there's forks in the road and you could see where if the odometer and how people were lined up for that particular note if their odometer was a header behind it would basically make them think that, okay, we're here, we have arrived uh, at this particular note. And so once you get there, you start doubting yourself. You go, okay, well, my odometer must be off because here's the fork in the road, there's the bush, there's that, there's this, and everything lines up. And then you immediately take action. You follow the note at what you think is the correct note. And then the next note does not line up at all. Okay, I went the 4.3 kilometers uh, to the next note. Uh, it says to make a left turn. There is absolutely nowhere I can make a left turn here. Um, and so now it's like, okay, well, where did I go wrong? Well, um, at that point, you realize, okay, well, I am before uh, I, I may have made this turn in too early or maybe I made it too late. Um, so now it's a chance of, okay, we'll go back to where you know you were. And then from there, you know, kind of continue on, like either, you know, go forward uh, if you know that you didn't pass anything that could have doubt, like, is it, was it here? Um, or if you got to that point and you, and you realize that, okay, you know what, maybe it's just further down the road. Sometimes that's all it takes, another 100 meters, uh, another 200 meters, and there's your turn. Um, and that, and then, again, that's just something that uh, the road book language and, and who wrote the road book and who did the stuff, those are the ones that you have to kind of figure out, like, that's what they mean by getting inside the person's head. You know, you start to think, okay, like this is how they write their roadbooks. Uh they are very on point with their with their distances. Um so y- you kind of learn to adjust and 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 get better for or better at interpreting the notes and uh what the original roadbook creator was trying to to tell you. And so a lot of notes, a lot of traveling, a lot of, of going around and and it you're going to learn how to do it and i think that a lot of the people uh a lot of the newbies people that i saw at the san quentin baja rally training um that are still out there riding and still doing their thing and and that's really really cool you know you're you're seeing these people it's like they're getting into the sport and they're staying they used this goes all the way back to when we talked to uh matthew from rally motor shop you know the used market for rally navigation equipment. It's virtually non-existent. So the people that buy this stuff, you know, they get into it and they're like, this is awesome. You know, this is what I want to keep doing. So I think that, you know, the more people that try it and, and get into it, you know, are going to, are going to help grow the sport. You know, they're going to bring a buddy along. Hey, what are you doing with this? What are you doing with that? You know, uh, this morning, all right, I, I posted the video of, uh, how I mounted the road book, the RB 801, uh, on my 850 GS and you know getting that ready for doing some adventure raid stuff and I'm you know I'm excited about that you know we're we're getting into the summer months here in San Diego so that means that the rides are going to be happening really early in the morning uh just to help avoid getting into that summer heat um but you know I'm thinking about it it's like okay well we're gonna do uh we're gonna do these rides and we're going to try and organize it so that uh, people can go out and, and you don't have to be a dirt rider. You don't have to be somebody that's proficient at riding in the dirt. You know, you just have to have a motorcycle. You gotta be able to put a road book on it, uh, have some kind of odometer setup, which I can share, you know, a couple of different setups and, and then go from there, you know, you're right back to it and you're all of a sudden you're, you're navigating, you know, and yeah, the terrain isn't challenging and yes, it's not out in the middle of nowhere, but it's the idea. It's the, the chase of the waypoints, you know? yeah. And you, you guys saw what I did there, right? Um, you know, it, it, that's really what it's about. And once you get into it, you get bitten by that rally bug. And then the next thing you know is you want to do the next road book. And then the next road book, you know, this was fun. You know, I want to try it again or I want to do it again, which is something that I saw happen at the Sanctin training is they had these three really short courses set up on the rival day of Friday. And riders were going out and they were doing like two and three laps. And they were like, basically it's like, okay, well, first one, I got lost. Second one, I got it better. Third one, I was like, okay, now I see how these notes work, how all of this works. Now I get it. And just by doing that, that was a win. And that allowed the riders in the next go around for the next day to go out and jump on a 30 kilometer stage, to go out and do a hundred kilometer stage after that one. So it gives you that confidence that you need. It was like, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know, in my mind, I built it up to be this and it's something different. So of course we're going to be a little hesitant about it, but once you start doing it, you realize like, oh, this isn't so bad. So that's, that's my line of thinking. That's what I'm thinking. And, and I mean, and honestly, a lot of this stuff, I may actually even not even ride it, but I may actually just make the roadbook in the car, you know, go out for a drive, um, find these roads, you know, figure out, you know, some stuff that's a little bit challenging, some stuff that you can navigate, but stuff that's easy. And, and for people to get the idea like, Oh, okay, this isn't so bad. You know, this is actually easier than I thought. And then it goes on to like, okay, well now, now I want to go out in the wild and do this. You know, I don't, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be here. I want, I want to go out and do this in the desert or I want to go out and do this on another one, you know, or is there one with fire roads or, or what, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can be done with it. So, and case in point is, uh, so I rent, uh, I rent my F850, the BMW, uh, I rent that out on twisted road and I, you know, I have different guys, you know, come through, uh, riders that, you know, they come into town and, or they're local, uh, they want to go ride a bike, you know, for the week or for the day or whatever I've had, you know, I've had one guy that came from back East and he rented the bike out for, uh, 12 days, I believe it was. And he was gone Northern California. He took my bike places that I have yet to go where I've been wanting to go. Uh, took it up Caramon, uh, out, uh, Laguna Seca area, all that area up there, uh, highway one and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. You know, these are things that I want to do on that bike, but you know, it got to do it before I did, but in doing so, you know, the the last time I, I rented it out, um, I did the chain and sprockets on it and, you know, just did the maintenance on it. And so I was like, you know, it's probably in my best interest to go take it for a test drive, go try and stretch the chain a little bit, you know, or not stretch it, but, you know, break the chain in and just make sure that the the chain adjustment, the chain slack is all good and everything. And so I went and did that. You know, I took off from the house here and uh, and went out and I got this little loop that I do and it's like exactly takes a half hour uh, to ride it and I went and did that and it had been a really long time since I had been on the BMW and I, I really like, I realized that I actually kind of missed the way that that bike rides. You know, it's a really, really, really good road bike um, with the ability to do some, some adventure stuff and so you know, took it out and I'm riding this thing. And I'm like, dude, this is like, all of a sudden I remembered, you know, the, why I got into motorcycle riding and and what was such a big, like, like a stressful, like there was nothing when you're on a motorcycle, generally, you're not thinking about anything else. You're focused on the road, you're focused on your lines and you're just riding the thing, you know, you're, you're getting into corners and it's not like in a car, right? In a car, you're sitting there and you just turn the steering wheel and yeah, it is what it is. And you got G forces pulling you to the outside. Well, On a motorcycle, you're much more involved, you know, you're, you're leaning into the corners, you're turning your head, you know, you're braking, and you're, you know, you feel the wind and you can judge speed and it's a very different feeling, you know, riding a motorcycle. And that's the thing is, is like, just like rally, you know, you could be down this road a hundred times in your car and you know, every single bump But the moment you get on a motorcycle, it's completely different. Just like in rally, I've been down this road a hundred times. I know every single rock and twist and bump on this road. But Once you put a road book in front of you, all of a sudden you don't know where you're going, you know. And so it really does change the dynamic of how how you ride and how, you know, all the things that you do. I mean, it, it's really crazy for those. You know, I don't know how many people listen to the show that may not be on motorcycles or have ridden motorcycles. And they're just here, you know, more for the rally content. But, you know, a TW 200 will do will do the job just fine. You know, just to get out and ride a motorcycle, um, you know, any of them. I mean, the Honda has their their CRF 300 Rally. You know, KTM the KTM 390 Adventure. You know, there if there's bikes out there, and they're still even when this crazy world of prices and all this stuff going on and inflation, they're still available at reasonable prices. You know, you could still get a hold of a bike, and so there's a whole world that people are missing out. So if you're if you're tuned in and 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 you've never ridden a motorcycle. Um, you know, that might be, this may be your, uh, this may be your sign, you know, this might be the time to maybe give that a shot, you know, and maybe you'll see, maybe you'll like it, maybe you'll, you'll love it and you'll want to keep going and maybe you won't, you know, but uh, definitely it's one of those things that you, you kind of want to try and do and, and I mean, there's safety classes out there, you can learn how to ride and they, they'll teach you a bunch of stuff and so. It's not like you're going to have to absolutely go into this cold and not knowing, you know, you can get trained, you can, you can get classes, you can get people to help. Even friends will help you out, you know, um, just careful who you listen to. Um, if you would trust them, uh, teaching you how to drive, then probably teaching you how to ride is, is right along those lanes. But, you know, sometimes we have that one friend who we just don't like riding with and, you know, I think, uh, the rules should be extended to that, you know, so I don't know, but yeah, that, you know, that was my big thing. You know, I was, I was realizing, I was like, man, this is, this is awesome. You know, I missed riding and doing this stuff. So now, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, the 850 is rented for the weekend and we're getting into the busy time. So I definitely going to see where the bike is going to rent out some more and, and, and I'm going to do some more of those test rides, you know, and then I got the 790, you know, the 790 is in the garage waiting for some attention. You know, I got another tank from raid garage after my little uh, incident, out at the get on adb fest and so i got a tank sitting there i got the uh, chain and sprockets set up uh you know dropping the tooth in the front um uh, and then dropping or yeah dropping one tooth in the rear to kind of balance out that change and not make it as harsh um and then from there then it's it's going to be time to you know put some mileage in go ride the thing and get get going uh and they get this you know continue on the suspension journey you know and and adjusting that and getting it done and and keep going from there. You know, it's not like it's something that I have to basically stop and, and, and not do, I guess. I mean, I don't know, you know, I, I, there's a lot going on, you know, a lot that I'm thinking it's like how big of a deal it is to, to find something that gives you that kind of feeling of freedom and then you be able to go out and ride and, you know, and both both just a motorcycle just the fact you own a motorcycle and then also getting into rally raid you know we're covering all of these rallies that are going around the world that are even if you just want to travel the us you know and go around the us there's plenty of stuff to do uh in the rally community already you know and and that's amazing you know we have that ability to do that now so it's just a matter of okay how are we going to get into this and that that's what i want to know you know from you guys you guys that are that are listening in the show or to the show um, You know, what are some of the things that you for you would help you get into rally? What are the things that you're, you're like, I really want to, but this is in the way or I really want to, but that is kind of weird. And I don't know if I'm going to like that. You know, what are the things that are that are maybe you feel like are, are kind of holding you back? You know, send me a send me an email. Uh, check the Instagram. You can find the link there. Uh, or, or hit me up directly through Instagram or you can find me on uh, Facebook or you can find chasing waypoints on Facebook, you know, message there. Um, you know, I, I want to know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because there is a lot of aspects to it and there could be a lot of moving pieces to it, but it's really not that bad. You know, it's just kind of, sometimes you need that like, okay, no, 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 do this and then do that. And then this is re- actually what you need. You know, don't worry about getting all of this other stuff, you know, sometimes that's all it takes. And then next thing you know, you're, you're doing it. And, and honestly creating a road book, um, can be very, very simple and it's actually as complicated as you want it to be. You can make a really bare bones, easy, you know, nothing fancy road book, no symbols, no nothing, just basically arrows and distances, or you can go full send, you know, your arrows, your distances, your notes, your waypoints, um, you know, all these different things, you know, you can decorate the, the tulip box with the map part, you know, the arrow that you see and all that. You could decorate it even further and get just really, really, really finite with it. Um, But some people don't want to do that. You know, they they just want a basic roadbook. They just want to go out and ride, you know. So it can be done, you know. And I'm I'm looking forward to sharing that journey as I create some of these roadbooks for the adventure rate thing and and get that moving. And because I think a lot of people can apply it in your own hometown, in your own place, you know. Once you get that idea and then once you get a few people doing it, it's like, all right. Next weekend's your turn, you know, and the following weekend will be my turn again. And then the weekend after that, it's going to be his turn, you know, and, and you just figure it out. You know, you just start making road books and next thing you know, you're riding road books, you know, it doesn't matter where you're riding them. You know, it, it just, the terrains vary, the, the things, the challenges are different and all that stuff. But you know, if you're navigating on the street and before we go any further with that conversation, uh, navigating usually involves looking down and keeping your eyes off the road. So by doing that, it's I recommend either you stop or you stop, you know, and, and just. It's not a race, it's about navigation, so take your time. If you don't understand a note, pull over, you know, don't don't keep riding, you know, just enjoy what you're doing, you know, enjoy the art enjoy the craft. And then and and then just go from there, And you know, later on, you'll get better at it. You know, some of these guys are able to memorize a complete tulip or two tulips or even three tulips that they're looking at and they just go boom 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 you know they just knock each one out like if they knew where they were going and there's a lot of different uh there's a lot of different things that you can do that will help get you set up properly and go out and have the best time possible you know so i think that that is going to be uh, that is going to be the future you know, I think that a lot of people are going to get into the sport. Uh, I think we're going to see more rallies come up that are going to be uh, here, you know, on on roads, things like that, fire roads. And then they're going to and it's just going to continue to grow, you know, and then then we're going to get into the more organized, structured events, you know, like Kotal rally. Uh, we're going to start seeing I feel like we're going to see more of those. And I hope we get more of those, you know, because that's what we need to continue to grow the sport uh, here in the States. And all it takes is just more people getting into it and, and just getting out there. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, what, like I said, is, you know, what are the things, that's my question to you guys, if you're tuned in, this question's for you, you know, what were the things that were kind of like iffy when you got started in this, or what are the things that are holding you back from getting started in this? You know, I really want to know that kind of stuff because, you know, we can, we can tailor this to get more people into it because the ultimate goal is let's get, you know, more people into rally raid, uh, here stateside, let's go on some more adventures. Let's go ride and let's go get some food. Let's, you know, we'll do it the hard way. Right. You know, and, and that's not to say that this stuff that we're doing, trying to do on a motorcycle doesn't mean that you couldn't turn around and do it in a car, you know, and you get, uh, you print out the road book and you navigate or somebody navigates while you drive, you know, And now it's an activity and, you know, whether it be with uh, a family member, you know, significant other, uh, if it's, you know, the kid, you know, something, you know, now you have something else that you can, that you can do and, and you can experience what some of these guys have to do by themselves in the middle of nowhere in some desert and, you know, triple digit temperatures and, and nobody in sight, you know, these are the things that are make that make the biggest impact you know you don't realize how big of a deal it is you don't realize how big of a feeling it is when the roadbook just lines up and you're just you know exactly where you're at even though all you've been following is these pictures the whole way there you know that that's just amazing so i hope you know i i do really hope to get some responses and get some people uh chatting about this stuff because i i think it's very important uh for us to help continue to grow the sport so All right. So moving on. So that was the that was the whole experience, right? You know, getting uh, getting the 850 back out out of the garage and throwing a leg on and riding it around and doing that. Um, The next part of this is we're talking about uh, scheduling. So I've been working on this one for a while and it has just been hectic trying to to pencil in the time. But uh, today that is what I've been doing. Uh, I know I was sending out uh, emails for the guests. Uh, for this coming, uh, coming few episodes. Uh, so finalizing that today and for sure they're leaving today and, and I'm getting this calendar going. So it's 4th of July weekend. Uh, so I'm looking forward to maybe even recording a few episodes and getting, uh, getting some people on the show. You know, we got to get back to this in the bivouac thing because I love meeting new people and talking to new people. And so I think that is definitely, um, definitely the best part. I think that's one of my favorite parts of, of doing the chasing waypoints podcast is, is talking and meeting to people talking and meeting with new people uh and, and discovering just even more side more things you know out there and speaking of which uh talking to people and getting all that stuff so i got a message from uh Simon Edwards so he was actually on the show not long ago uh and in that we were talking about uh his adventure down from basically Alaska all the way to the southern tip of South America and in there, we talked about a video or a movie that they were doing uh, in regards to this journey. Well, uh, I got a message from him. It looks like Revzilla is getting really close to releasing it. Uh, there is a, an official trailer for it. And the name of the movie is called Where the Road Ends. So I'm going to watch the trailer uh, and kind of check that one out. And then I'm going to see um, and, and then we're patiently going to wait for the movie to actually premiere. So. We'll see how that that rolls on. And speaking of which, we're just jumping and moving right along here. Speaking of which, uh, I definitely want to take a second to talk about this because it was actually it had been a while since I had watched a movie that you know basically gave me goosebumps so many times. You know, and and this time around it came at the hands of the movie called The Desert Said Dance. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar, that movie, "The Desert," said dance is a movie uh, that follows basically Colton Udall, Nick Garvin, uh, and a couple of the riders uh, down through what was it uh, forest and oh why I just watched this movie and I'm already forgetting the names of these guys and this sucks because they absolutely killed it in this movie. Um, I'll find out right now. We'll get it, but it's basically it was for their journey for the Baja One Thousand and it covers you know preparation uh it covers you know actually uh the race itself and so it was really 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 cool to see so i knew that it was coming out um and i was that it was going to be available i just had not um i just had not had the chance to like okay this is where it's going to be i need to ride out there i need to drive up there uh and and to go watch it and that just was not happening so the good thing is, is that now it is available on Prime and Apple and a few others uh, for people to watch. So the team is uh, Forrest Mitchen, uh Colton Udall, Derek Alsbauer, uh Nick Garvin. Uh, those were the four on the team that we're looking at uh, that took on the Baja 1000 are the stars of this movie. The Desert Said Dance. Now. One of the things that I have to say about the movie and um, I'm trying to figure out, like, where do we start with this? Because there was a really good, and this was directed by Lincoln Capis uh, and then uh, Harrison Mark, executive producer, Forrest Minchin, executive producer. So they had a really good team on this. Uh, Andy Goh uh, or Andy Golf. Uh, director of photography. So the standout things, right? I I used to DJ and I'm, I've always been really into music. And that was one of the, one of the standout things with this is that the music and the soundscape that they created for this movie was really, really, I feel spot on uh, with what they were trying to do, the drama and, and, and adding that, that certain something to those scenes uh, even if it was just the, the street scenes and, and the sounds and things that they put on and it just really changed the vibe of the movie. Um, and then from there, uh, for sure, you know, the sound above all else, but the photography and the cinematography, I should say, and you know, the, the color tones that they used. Um, but more importantly, you know, if you guys followed off-road racing movies and stuff like that, you know, many of us have already seen or have seen it multiple times. Uh, We've seen the movie dust to glory and we've seen these things and you really dust to glory was a really good movie. And I think it may have been responsible for several people getting into this whole crazy world of off-road racing. But one of the things that really stood out about the desert said dance is that I'm familiar with Ensenada and I'm familiar with a lot of these places that they've been to And go to. And the way that they show it, and the way that they, there's a few scenes where you're like, yeah, I know exactly where that is. And then there's a few scenes where like, I know where that is. I just don't know where that is. And you're talking about them showing the city, they're showing places from a different perspective and in a different light and in a different way that it really does change. Like it feels like this movie is all new and not just another movie about the Baja 1000 and a team's efforts for it. Um, There's a lot of great movies out there for that, but um, this one, this one in particular I think was, was a little bit different and, and you know, it was really, you know, I don't want to give a lot away and in, about the movie, uh, cause I, I do want people to go and watch it and see it. You know, I'll drop a link, uh, I'll drop a link in the description and I'll be sharing a link here, uh, shortly, uh, on Instagram and, and there, because I, I, I think people should watch it, watch it for sure. But to me, one of the biggest things that is like stood out is, you know, I'm watching, uh, Colton, you know, Colton, you'd all do his thing, building a bike and that, that perfectionist side of him and doing what he does. Uh, and then going out and riding and and doing everything and you know there there's some scenes in there where there's some emotion behind it and and you can see where actually all the scenes had an emotion behind it but there where there was a couple scenes where it was much more and you could tell how much was riding on this and how much that racing and what he does in the sport and for him and what that means and it was really really awesome to see that and I hope everybody can watch the movie but you know, I'm, I'm watching him ride on some of these, you know, some of these things. And I'm thinking like, I remember we were talking on that episode and, you know, just a few episodes ago where we, where we talked with him and I'm remembering, you know, the things that he's saying, you know, is like counting backwards while he's, you know, physically exerting himself and doing all of these things. And, and, you know, Colton and the team, they're, they're no joke. They're, they are a team that when they show up at you know, a place at a race, they are an immediate threat. They're an immediate person. They're an immediate team that you need to watch out for. Because if you don't, they're, they're right there. If they're not leading, they're right there. And, and I think that that is to be able to compete at that level, have that recipe, have that attention to detail. And then at the same time, be a person that like, you could literally be in a room and nobody would ever know that you're a five time Baja champion you know, and, and that, you know, on any given day are, are extremely proficient at riding a motorcycle. Uh, so that's, it really like stood out and I think it was a really, really good movie. So for those of you that have not seen it, there's going to be a link in the description on this. And then there's going to be a link, uh, over on, uh, Instagram too. Uh, so you guys can check that out. So I'll, I'll repost it a few times to make sure, you know, if you guys are listening to this episode, a couple of days down the road, there's, there's a link there for you. But I don't know, it, it was really cool. You know, I, I enjoyed the movie for sure. I really did like, uh, you know, everything about it, you know, it was really awesome to see that the last real major off-road mo- movie that I watched, of course, was, uh, dust to glory and, you know, and of course there's, there's the other videos that you see on online and on youtube and stuff there you kind of get an idea of what these guys are doing and what's happening but nothing like this you know this this was this was a little bit different so i highly recommend it like i said the link will be in the description and it'll also be on instagram for you guys to check out but yeah so that's been the goal let's see what else uh, what else is happening uh project 501 we're getting there i despite my best efforts i still cannot find the axle block Uh, so I can finish putting the rear axle on which is annoying because the garage is a single car garage and for some reason I still can't find it in said single car garage but uh, I ordered another one I thought the order went through it's been like two weeks and I've just been so busy that I don't even know what uh, where it's at I thought I ordered it I'm gonna have to go check the websites and see if you know what happened but it was in stock and I should have had it within a couple of days but apparently not so Get a drink of the beverage there. You guys can hear the ice cubes floating around. But uh, anyway, yeah, so got that going. Uh, Getting back on the two wheels. uh, Getting back on the bicycle. uh, Built up a mountain bike with the help of my brother. uh, Getting that, you know, giving me the recipe. Setting up the wheels. Getting that stuff and kind of guiding me so I I wouldn't face plant the first time I go out and ride it. Because I left a bolt loose or left the wheel loose. Uh, So goal is you know get that heart rate get that you know that stuff going again uh get my balance back you know maybe slowly work in jumping and body position and all that stuff and yeah it's easy you know you could do it on a dirt bike the difference is in a dirt bike you're usually doing you know 45 plus where on a mountain bike you're generally not going that fast so yeah i think uh yeah i still got a little bit of work to do on it but one project at a time, you know, time management and organizing all of that stuff because, man, like I said, adulting, they were not preparing us for this. So hopefully everything is uh, lined up, you know, and, and we can get moving on to the next uh, the next couple of projects. Get that 501 going. Uh, November, we have the uh, the fundraiser for Dakar for Jacob Bargibright. So definitely want to be out for that one. I've seen uh, tons of posts from Gnarly Dave uh, making it happen and getting, uh, getting some road books ready for the event and, and, you know, just out riding and living the life. So, uh, definitely got to be ready for that one and get out there. So if you guys want more information, same thing, you know, don't hesitate, hit me up, uh, happy to provide some information for you guys and, and kind of figure out or help you with your game plan on getting to the event. You know, I think it's going to be a really good time. I think that, uh, it'll be really, really cool to see everybody, uh maybe meet you know put some names to faces you know there's a lot of people that uh that listen in and tune in and i you know i unfortunately don't know i do not know have not had the pleasure of uh meeting you yet but you know it'll happen you know we got a ton of events coming up i'm definitely looking at being in the bivouac uh for a few of them uh hanging out and talking to people and just kind of see what what's going on and what's what so and that'll be coming soon. We just got a little bit of a gap here. Uh, up next, as far as rally goes, is going to be the Kota rally. Uh, and then follow behind that is going to be, uh, let's see, Kota. Then we go to Baja rally. And then we go to Sonora rally. So, And then you're going to sprinkle in the, uh, what is that, uh, the Morocco Desert Challenge. And then you've also got uh, this last one, the Andalusia rally that was canceled as well uh, here just a, a couple weeks ago, which, you know, it was cool to see, uh, Mason Klein, not skipping a beat, you know, training and working hard, uh, at the gym at the Nielsen trailing, training facility back, uh, back in Europe. So it was really cool to see that, that going on, you know, no wasted time, no wasted effort, uh, which was really awesome. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get him back on the show here soon or in the next few weeks. But like I said, I'm going to be working on all the future guests and making sure that I get an email, reaching out, making contact with them uh, and, and getting ready for this because, you know, I think it's going to be huge. Uh, I think there will be a lot of people uh, that are going to be uh, interested in it and hearing more and, and learning more from guys that have been doing this forever and a half, you know, and even if they haven't, you know, even the newbie guy, you know, you're going to learn some stuff because there are things that they learn that you think, well, I don't know did they where did they pick it up from where did the habit come from is this a youtube navigation video was this somebody that actually passed on some knowledge you know there, there's there's a ton of things that that work in getting into this but uh the more we can share as a community uh and help and be be champions for our own sport and help grow our own sport the better we're going to be so i'm looking forward to helping and contributing that to that and and making as much of it happen as possible. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I really am stoked to be getting on the bike and going and riding, you know, uh, on that test ride that I did. I was like, you know, uh, I was at a four way intersection and I'm thinking, okay, like if this was a note in the road book, what would it look like? And, you know, in my head I'm drawing it out and like, okay, the stops here, the intersection, these notes over here, these notes over here. You know, the distances like I'm just visualizing what this note is going to look like in the roadbook. And I'm like, this needs to happen because there's I mean, it's just there would be nothing greater than just to have people navigating and, and navigating the back roads. And, and all it takes seriously is the roadbook holder and something that gives you your distance. Um, so there's a couple of ways to do that. But basically, you just need something that's giving you distance that's easy to read. Uh, because what ultimately ends up happening is, is that you may continue to move while you're doing this. Uh, it's up to you. Um, or or you may stop. But you want to make sure you have the right instruments and that you can read them for whichever scenario you, you subscribe to. Um, because, again, the idea is to go out and have fun and, and have more fun. And come back wanting more roadbooks. You know, so... That at least is uh, that at least is the game plan. So that's what I'm going to be doing and working on. Uh, again, the goal is to try and get uh, get as much out uh, this coming weekend. Hopefully, do it in, in packages so it's not uh, it's not an overload of information and whatnot. So so yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, I think uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, like I said, I mean, literally, I'm going to be working on uploading this episode as I'm writing out emails and sending stuff out. So. Uh, if you like what you heard, don't forget share, like, subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. We finally hit 18,000 total plays across 73 episodes. So we'll see what, uh, 74 episodes looks like here in the next, uh, in the next few weeks. But I am absolutely stoked, uh, to see where we're headed and where we're going. And we continue to grow, uh, even though, and I do apologize for that two week break that we just took, um, we're, you know, we, we are back in it. We're back at it and uh, and looking for ideas you know let, let's talk you got an idea you want to be on the show let's uh let's talk a little bit about it let's see what we're doing so anyway all right guys with that being said do not forget shiny side up and we will see you guys for the next episode That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints, underscore official. And, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.